When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everyone. We are joined today by Megan Hubert, who was Sonia Morgan's former intern. Now, we've had Megan on the show twice before, back in September 15th of 2020, almost a year ago, uh, basically a year ago, we chatted with her about what it was like to be Sonia's former intern. For everyone who hasn't listened to that episode, go ahead and listen to it. She talks about how Sonia wanted her to live with her, all sorts of other things. Really, what goes on behind the closed doors of Sonia's townhouse? It was a great episode. We didn't go out of our way to be rude or mean. There was a fallout from that show. And on October 4th, Megan was back on this very Patreon. Um, We talked about the fallout that Sonia decided to block a whole bunch of people and had some choice words for everyone involved with that episode, including yours truly. Megan is back today on Patreon. So head on over to Patreon. We check in with one of Sonia Morgan's former favorite interns. And then we do what we have to do best. We break down this season of Roni. I mean, do we, what do we think about Sonia this season? I personally find it kind of hard to watch. Um, But we talk about her. We talk about the public outcry against Aaliyah, uh, the addition of Ebony, who's in favor of that, who's not in favor of that. All the headlines that there's a Roni emergency and Roni is in trouble. Luann, Ramona, is Ramona secretly thrilled by all of this? What do we think is going to happen at the reunion? Who do we think is going to be let go? If anyone who's going to come back, we really make a lot of predictions, many of which I think are true. And then we also talk about some things that I know for sure. So head on over to Patreon. We are joined by Sonia Morgan's former intern, Megan Huber, who checks in. We talk a little bit about what it's like to be Sonia's intern. And then we get right into the season of Roni, breaking it all down. And I think there's a lot to say, guys. You know, we've read all the headlines. Let's discuss it. It's over on Patreon. And here are a few uh, little clips from that. Hope you guys enjoy. And I have to say, like, now that it's been almost, you know, like a year later, and I'm at almost like 400 shows, and I do five interviews a week, I can tell you that you know, look, I know when people come on and they want headlines, people use me for headlines and that's okay. Come on and use me for a headline. Cause it, I get a headline too, but I can tell, and we don't need to mention any names, but there are plenty of people that come on and just say things cause they want to be in the press. And there are other people that come on that I ask questions to, and they give the opposite, like a canned answer. And I'm like, I get it. You know, it's all great. I'm glad you're on my show. You're a huge name. People are going to listen, but I don't believe a word you're saying. So I have to say, you know, you were not looking for headlines. We were, we were overly kind. I don't think anything was salacious. It was just the facts of what it's like to work for Sonia. I mean, some were not pleasant and painted her in the best light, but nothing was like mal intended. And it wasn't even so egregious. I think it gave a very accurate portrayal. And then she blocked you and she blocked me. (laughs) Yep. She blocked the company that I work for, which makes no sense. She sent me some very unhappy text messages, which I was astounded by. Listen, I'm not coming for her for any particular reason, but I feel 
that because of Ramona, Sonny gets this free pass and everyone's talking about Ramona. And I tell people like in real life, my personal experiences with Sonia have not been so great. All of those men bring so much to the table. Um, So I think they're kind of limited in terms of the ensemble cast. And then I think production took it one step too far with political commentary 99% of the time. I think we can all agree the past year we talked about politics and the election more than we ever have, even with people that we normally wouldn't, whether that's family or friends. But that doesn't mean we're talking about it 100% of the time we're with our friends. So it makes me a little sad for Ebony that she's kind of being scapegoated here because I'm sure there's more depth to her character that they're choosing not to air. And I'd love to get to know her more. I think I would love to see her in another season and play out and add more depth, you know, and and just some more storylines about her beyond that. And I think she's doing some really cool work in the field and getting these women to listen to her and she- not to knock Bronwyn, you know, her journey, that's great for her. You I've- can knock her, honey. You, you can <laughs> knock her. Yeah, I just like, there's something about Leah where like she gives off this like woke energy and then she's so hypocritical, admitting that she was con- contemplating not voting in the election, basically admitting she didn't vote for like, you know, five years ago at this point. It really kind of bothered me that she's giving off this vibe like, you know, I, you know, I, I, I'm on the same page as Ebony. We're here to be, you know, younger and liberal and in your face and woke and I'm just not buying it. I don't know. I, I don't know why. It just feels really fake to me. Well, two things. One, yeah, I think that's the problem with Bronwyn. And I had a problem with, like, I usually just don't have that strong an opinion on anyone in this world just because I speak to them all in real life. And I know Bronwyn in real life. Yeah. I mean, good riddance to her. She's yeah, one of yeah. my least favorite of all time. Listen, you're out, you know, you're asking, I mean, I'm friends with Harry Dubin. You're asking Harry Dubin to stand in the background of a picture with you as he passes by La Biblique and then acting like you don't know he's there. I mean, I'm friends with Harry. I know that that was a stage picture, which is okay, but then don't act like, oh, really? Like, it's so obvious. And you're at La Biblique, which is on 60, you know, first and, and park with Tinsley. So I think if you said like, I was the poor girl at school and I just, you know, psychologically, I need to work this out and I'm in therapy and somehow I, 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 I I hate these women, but I admire them and I really want to be them. That's like a story. That's like, I'll just be honest that that's your issue. But yes, I think that she would love to be a rich bitch in the Hamptons on the Upper East Side. And yeah, I've, I've said that forever. That's, I think, do you think that's why the whole world is turning on her? Like, is that what it is that everyone could see that? I find her relapse last season, interestingly timed. Um, I, I just find it a little interesting that she was sober for 15 years and then she gets on a show and that's when she decides to be on a show that's stereotypically all about drunken behavior and silliness and crazy drunken woman. And that's what everyone loved the show for. I think what really happened is um, we all are such big fans of Luann's journey towards sobriety and just her getting her life together and self-love and respect. And you could see it pouring out this season. I think she's tried to fake it until she makes it the past few seasons with that journey. And this season, it feels really pure. And I love to follow this sober lifestyle of hers and like this whole journey she's having. I think it's really inspiring. I think Leah is at a loss without her entire you know, storyline last season was her being drunk and stupid. I, well, as we head into the reunion, now we have all this. We have Ebony saying, 
I didn't break the show. That's on producers, which I'm like, I don't know if that was the smartest move. Right. Talking about producers. We have Ebony saying, I don't know if you've seen all of this, because some of this is really recent. Ebony's saying like, I'm not going anywhere. So you can, you can hate me all you want. Try Mm -hmm. to take me out, which just the logistics of getting rid of Ebony, that's a whole thing. I mean, she is a lawyer. Let's just put that out there. Again, this is just how my mind thinks. I always think like real world. How does it work, people? Not who's friends with who. You know, that's that. And Bravo then has made a statement being like, we completely stand by the hiring of Ebony. And, you know, we are in favor of these discussions. And we, I mean, look at, enjoying this content and having opinions about all of this and all the, all of the housewives. So I would hope that they move forward with it. It would be insane to me to think that they're not doing a reunion. Like yeah, that would be insane. Like I can't even fathom that. I can't fathom that, you know, and then like you talk to like Ramona says, like, I never said I wasn't attending. I mean, I'll show up to do my job. I mean, you kind of have to Ebony and Ramona went out to dinner at Avra to have Greek food. So, I mean, there's this recent, so now is that, I mean, this is recent, like within the past two to three to four weeks. So like, are you now, listen, if they were smart, like I have heard, my sources tell me that every single person, rightfully so, is worried in their own right. And guys, that's just a few of everything that we talk about. We, we really break it down. We talk about Dorinda coming back, Tinsley coming back, Bethany coming back. Anyone else we think should and would come back? Do we want anyone to come back? Who do we really think is going to go? Forget about who you want to go. Who is probably going to go? And we also talk about who we want to go. We talk about what went wrong this season. Is anything, is it really as bad as everyone is saying? You know, Andy Cohn has just recently made some statements. We talk about that. Ramona, Ebony have made statements. Ramona and Ebony are being seen at dinner We literally talk about this season, but we go behind the scenes and break it all down of what I know, of what Megan knows. Head on over to Patreon, you guys. I think this is going to be a great episode. I can't wait to hear everyone's opinion. And for all of those who have joined our Patreon, which has been more and more of you every month, thank you, thank you, thank you. Everyone always wants my opinion and wants me to chat and slam this one and slam that one. That's what I do on Patreon. It's a different thing. I'm not interviewing people and I really give my opinions, but I also talk about what I know in real life from behind the scenes. So that is where I am unadulterated. And I really thank everyone who has joined in the beginning, in the middle, but in the past month or two, you guys seem to have really been flocking there. And thank you. I personally think Patreon is a hell of a lot of fun and it's where I can talk and share it all. So head on over there. Hope you guys enjoy. Today, we are breaking down Roni. What is probably going to happen? Stay tuned, but let me know what you think once you listen. 